What's up, everybody? This is Matt Swagger, along with PlayDead77. Yo. This is episode 16 of the Rogues Gallery. We're going to be talking about Doctor Strange. Damn right. Coming up right now. Yeah. The Rogue Gallery. Thanks for tuning in. You got some brave Dave sarcasm like Bruce Wayne. With PlayDead, who don't die hard like that other Bruce name. You saying? Diablo 2, sound like Spawn could really be his rider too, yeah, comic relief with that Deadpool satire, tune in and you can catch Captain Quagmire, Matt Swag is gonna tell you what the show's about, the road galleries like Autobots, so they rolling out, discuss comics and cartoons that I know, I had a tiger, no Rocky or Lino, who's there like the OG, I Joe, no frats, when we talking about the game of flow, the guy walks between stars with some famous dudes, I'd rather watch Star Wars than entertainment news. So hit us up at the spot and let us know what you think And make like Zelda and just wait for the link yeah. Where you gonna go for exclusive shows Comics, movies, and webisodes The Rogue Gallery, huh? The Rogue Gallery And everybody, thank you so much for joining us again this week on The Rogue's Gallery And we just got out from seeing Doctor Strange And let me tell you, it was great uh, I don't know what you think, Play Dead. But I thought this was one hell of a movie, bringing in like a different formula of how the superhero has been depicted on the screen so far. It's not just someone that can be really strong, can fly. This is some guy that was just a regular dude, much like a Tony Stark with the arrogance and the highly intelligence. He was just someone that was thrown into this by fate, yeah. by destiny, and you saw him become the hero as everything unfolded. It's just not like he was prepared for this. He was a quick study, a great, great photographic memory that helped him be able to study and do everything to help him learn the Mr. Gods very quickly. But he was so unprepared. His hand still hasn't been healed yet from the accident and all that. And you just saw him improv being a sorcerer and just trying to fight for his life. So... Let's hear your thoughts on it. Hey, man, the movie's great. Like, it's definitely worth the wait. The special effects are amazing. Benedict Cumberbatch, like, nailed it. He, he, like, it's already sealed in our minds that he's Doctor Strange, like, for years to come. Yes. Um, and, you know, like, I don't I don't have any, 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 like, negative reviews about it. Obviously, Marvel, Marvel stuck around with their usual formula. Yeah, um, and it was you know obviously it it panned out right. I, I, I'll admit now that it's not the in my opinion it's not the best Marvel film they've made, but it's definitely like it was great on its own because this is like the first of its kind. The same way I don't know Guardians of the Galaxy was like the first of its kind. Yeah, um, you know no second no like you know not volume two or whatever. Yeah, no. So, so that's you know so for for a starter movie I thought it was great. You know it, it's it's fun movie. There's funny moments. Great <laughs> cast. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know, like these actors just bring these characters to life, and that's you know, as fans, that's all we you know we want. And that's exactly what I was thinking. Growing up, watching the animated series, reading the comic books, and saying, "Man, why can't we get really good live action Doctor Strange or even Batman?" This is like the times of when the Michael Keaton Batman. And that's all we really had, the Christopher Reeves Superman. That's that was it for us. And superhero movies really didn't appeal to the masses like it does now. I don't know what 
changed what made this very successful, but I think when Iron Man came around, I think even back when Batman Begins, when we had Christian Bale, Christopher Nolan, I think people saw that you can really do a superhero movie or a movie that is based on a superhero. You can do justice to it. You can make it realistic, relatable. Like the Christian Bale, the Christopher Nolan Batman was very grounded. It wasn't in a universe where magic was. It wasn't there wasn't any mysticism, no magic, nothing like that. It was just a guy that wants revenge for his parents, that wants to fight crime. He went and trained as a ninja. He wants to protect his city. And there was nothing like we have in the comics, nothing like we had in the animated series. But it was still entertaining and it was still good. And then we had Iron Man, and that was like a game changer too. Because wow, we got a Marvel film about Iron Man. We really didn't get that ever. Yeah. We only had the animated series like a hundred years ago and the comics. And now we had this, and Robert Downey Jr. was excellent, and thank God he's still doing this. Yeah, they took a chance. You know, they took a chance. And you know what they did? They made it work. They made it relatable to the times. They didn't really change the character, but they updated them, and it made it fit with today's technology and today's world. Like, I love how they, in the film, Doctor Strange, when he hands, when Mordo hands Strange, like a piece of paper that says Shambhala on it, yeah. he's like, what is this, my mantra? He's like, no, it's the password to our Wi-Fi. We're not savages. <laughs> so it's funny. It's it's about this story, this character from many years ago, but with an updated twist to it. You know, it was refreshing, even though this Mordo looks nothing like the Mordo from the comics and yeah. from past iterations. You still need a great actor to portray and you still want it relatable and you want to include everyone and make everyone feel like they have something but we, everyone knows Mordo's a villain so if you've seen the film you've seen the, the cool twist at the end with that and I hope you stayed for the second after credits because it explains more and shows you what happens but everyone was great Tilda the ancient one I loved her I think yeah. that we should have seen more of her, in fact. Yeah, you know, pe people are like, oh, they're whitewashing, they're whitewashing. Yeah, but I know. Listen, like, Marvel actually, you know, they, they, they took, you know, they took the first step and decided, listen, we're not whitewashing, we're just updating to the, like, to the more times. We, not only, not only, yeah, maybe she's a white, a white person, but she's a woman as well, like, you know, so we, they just like, fuck it, you know, yeah. we're gonna do it our way, if you don't like it, that's fine, but they knew they were gonna be, you know, they knew they were gonna be on the, on, on the right, because she did an awesome job, you know, I had no complaints about her whatsoever. It's it's like the people that complain that the Mandarin was played by Ben Kingsley. They were complaining that how come you're not giving us you know an Asian character? How come you're not making the Mandarin the the right Mandarin? What are you doing? Oh, and they said the same thing. We don't want it to be this stereotypical, stereotypical Asian character that depicts the Asian population in a poor manner. And it turns out he wasn't he wasn't really the character that we all familiar with. He was an actor playing this man, this terrorist yeah. of the Mandarin. So just having the name in there should have appeased people, but everyone is never satisfied or happy. And it goes the same with the Ancient One. Me, the Ancient One is a title. Anyone could be the Ancient One, the Sorcerer Supreme. It doesn't matter if it's a woman, a man, or what color your skin is. 
and I think Marvel did an excellent choice with this. They referred to her as she. They didn't try to pass her off as a man, which would have been insulting, because you can clearly tell she's a woman, even though she's bald, and may not have voluptuous breasts. She still could tell she's very feminine, but she's an excellent, top-notch actor, and I think she paired very well with Benedict Cumberbatch. Excellent choices in casting, and that's what made the film, other than the stunning special effects and the graphics, it was the acting. They poured their heart and emotions into their roles, and especially when the Ancient One, you found out how she gained her immortality, how she's able to live so long. Yeah, she might have hit things for the greater good, and I'm a strong believer in that. It's like, yeah, you want to protect people, so you you do a little white lie because sometimes people don't need to know the why behind the what you just need to do what you got to do for the greater good and if that means drawing a little power from the dark realm it's not like she became one of those zealots you didn't see her face turn all black and like scaly i think she was doing the right thing and she knew this was happening and she saw the future she knew she was going to meet dr strange she knew she was going to train him and he would be her successor. That's why she did all these things. And everything fell into place. And when she was dying and they're in their astral forms and you see that she's saying, I saw this day many times, but I couldn't get past it. I can never that, see past this point. Yeah. Yes, that means this is her end. And she was getting him ready for this point. Yeah, like she accepted her fate. Yeah. And just passed it on. It's like, it's karma. You know, she did use forbidden techniques to live as long as she did because she was she needed to to pass her reign over to a worthy successor and that's what people have to understand and they played this out very well it could have been the stereotypical thing where she gets murdered and he goes to invent to avenge her like they do in the past not so much i like that she i believe she let herself be killed because if she's the sorcerer supreme She's this all-powerful being. I think she would have known how to defend herself at that point, but she's seen this already happen. Yeah, it's like, uh, what is it, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Luke Skywalker moment when he's yep. like, all right, like, I'm not, I'm not going to be the one to yeah. like, take you down, but I know who will. <laughs> exactly, and I think that helped him get that push, much like what Nick Fury did to Iron Man and Captain America when Coulson was killed. Yeah, the cards. They needed that push. Doctor Strange needed to push to get that spine as Mortal said he lacked and to fight the good fight and I believe that helped him he got the eye he got the cloak of levitation and he has that massive intelligence and he mastered everything so quickly even yeah, though very short time yeah and you know he's having the problem with his hands and I loved the fact that they had him struggle yeah and not just bing bang boom he knows sorcery and his hands are healed yeah. He was still having problems with his hands up until the end when he put his watch on. That's when his hand was straightened out. Yeah. It was at that moment. I was like, wow, I'm, now I'm healed. But as you see, he's making the hand signs. His hands tremble. He can't really extend his fingers. Yeah, I still have like a lot of nerve damage. Yeah, and he's defending himself, fighting off these really well-trained sorcerers. And he did a hell of a job. You know, he had a little help from the Cloak of Levitation, which was so cool seeing that thing on its own seeing it wrap its, wrap its cloak around someone's head and I really enjoyed it it really gave it that little bit of comic relief 
and also it's not a bad sidekick to have when you're in a tough battle especially you don't know anything exactly you're just you're just this green guy and you're thrown into this mystic battle like what the hell but that's where you get to see him struggle and rise up to the challenge to become the Sorcerer Supreme which they didn't name him yet which I also liked they're not rushing into this she made him the master of the New York Sanctum and we're gonna see him mature further into the other movies maybe at some point like when Wong was telling him one day you will wear the eye but it's not smart for you to be walking around with an infinity stone he's like what he's like oh you may be gifted but there's a lot you still need to learn yeah so he's not done with his training no, for sure. I mean, he, he basically just started, but he, you know, he, he didn't even want to be a part of it. No. He's like, I just want to fix my hands. And he's like, oh, I, I, didn't, I didn't sign up to be part of a war. He's like, fuck that. But, but you know, he did it anyways. You know, he, he it was a calling. And he, you know. It, it was part of his destiny. A, a call to arms kind of thing. And, and now he, you know, you pick up after after the ancient one. Yeah. That's it, great. You it know, is great. Passing on the mantle and, you know. I believe she could have saved herself. Yeah, she could if she wanted to. Probably she knows like, she, if she knows how to give herself immortality. I'm sure she could have healed her wounds, which I found funny. Like these are all powerful sorcerers, but still, he needed to go to the hospital and get patched up and fighting during him getting healed in the astral plane, which was cool to see. Like even them fighting in the astral forms affected the real world in some way. Like you see the the tray roll and you see the thing move and everything's rumbling. Yeah. So. It was cool. It added a lot to the movie. And I was like, wow, he actually showed his astral form in the real world. Like, how the fuck yeah. did he even learn how to do that yeah, so he quick? Just, he broke right through. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, dude. And, he and learned I think, quick. He learned really, I think it goes back to when he was using his astral form to read while his body was sleeping, yeah. which is fucking brilliant, by the way, because your body's getting the rest while you're still learning at the same time. He was very smart. Exactly. And I loved how they portrayed him. And I had no complaints about it. Because I'm a big fan of Doctor Strange. Glad that they finally, finally gave him his spotlight to shine with this movie. And I think he's going to make a great, great character for the movies to come. He's, it's, it's not just this stereotypical, you know, cape and cowl. I can fly. I'm very strong. This is a guy that was just someone who wanted to save lives, even if it was for his own ego. But he was a destined hero, born to be a hero. And as we learn, as he learned, there's other ways that you can save people than just by operating on them. Yeah. No, yeah, no, the movie was definitely, like, a great start. Yeah. Definitely a great starting point for Doctor Strange. And, and you can tell, like, the, the cast and crew, they worked their asses off to, like, make it happen and make it look the way it did. Yeah. And I don't know if you noticed as well, but, like, the, the intro is, like, now has, like, the new Marvel Studios. That that uh, gave me goosebumps, man. I'm like, holy shit, because, you know, it's the first time they show, like, all the clips of the, of the movies yep, they, in they the sh- same movie. They're showing how far they've come. Yeah. And how far this is going to be going on. We're going to have a Phase 4, Phase 5, I'm sure. And it's great to see that the popularity is continuing to rise and we're getting all these great characters, Black Panther, Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel rather. We're getting all these great characters that are coming in and it's not just Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Hulk. No, for sure. Yeah, if, if they keep this up, they can, they can actually start bringing in like... like the newer characters yeah. from the like they can they can bring in Miles if they wanted to they can bring in like Kamala Khan especially like, now they have the multiverse exactly so, you mentioned so. multiverse you're not gonna give us the a Spider Verse movie do you know how awesome that would be I know we talked about it before yeah in the you past. imagine like just getting a bunch of actors together and then you know I 
man, I tell you, everyone will shit themselves if they announce a Spider-Verse movie because everybody wants it. Like, you see in New York Comic Con, there's every cosplayer that's doing a different version of Spider-Man and they do their Spider-Verse shoots. And those costumes look on point. So tell me you can't do this in a movie. It would be phenomenal. And there's plenty of money to be made. Not only that, you're going to make a lot of fans happy. And thanks to this movie for bringing in the multiverse. Yeah, no, for sure. No, and obviously, if you, if you think about it, like, since since Tom Holland is so young, yeah, he can grow He can grow with the franchise. Like, and by the time he's, you know, just he's an adult. Just like, like, just like with Peter Parker in the comics. He's, exactly. We have two Spider-Men in the main world now. We have Miles. He's Spider-Man as well as Peter Parker, but Peter Parker is an adult. He's married. He has a child. He's in charge of the Baxter building. He's a... Was he a millionaire, billionaire now? So, so it's different. So there's one where he is married and has a child. So that's the, the renewed vows. And yeah. then the other one, though, the Amazing Spider-Man, is just him with like Parker Industries, where he's like richer than Tony Stark. Wow. While like Miles is just doing his own Avengers. Actually, he kind of quit the Avengers now, but mm. it's neither here nor there. So, a- so, so yeah, so the whole point is like the Doctor Strange is going to be the one, well, it's the one that already did open the door to yeah. like all these possibilities, which is kind of cool. Um... And we're and we're yet to, obviously we're yet to see how Doctor Strange is going to interact with other like superheroes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, there's there's certain books where we interact with with Spider Man or or you know yeah. anyone. anyone I, really. I love his team ups with Spider Man. I love when anyone teams up with Spider Man. Uh, but Doctor Strange, there's a lot of history, especially in the animated series and even this series they have now, Ultimate Spider Man. Doctor Strange appears up a lot. I don't like the Ultimate version of Doctor Strange. I think he looks a little gothy and. The long hair and all that I don't really care for oh, it Oh they killed him anyway Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's sad But This movie Betrayed Doctor Strange The way any true fan Would love to see him On the big screen Hands down And No for sure Yeah you know, Obviously It's good It's good Because they made the character Like struggle and stumble Yeah as he like you know in the middle of a fight he didn't know everything he just did what he could it was, with what he had literally that made it so real that he just like if you look in some the animated films in the past that as soon as it clicked in his mind he was boom his hands were healed and he was just like boom doing everything like it was nothing I love the fact that they did this in the movie that he still was struggling and growing at the same time fighting these villains and yeah, it wasn't a threatening villain. Yeah, it got the same kind of treatment that the other villains got in the past movies. But it served its purpose because we saw the main threat to come. This guy was just an appetizer. Yeah. It helped him realize, all right, yeah, there's bad people out there. And he's going to have more of a threat with Mordo, especially Dormammu. It was cool to see that whole time loop thing. Dormammu, I've come to bargain. I've seen him getting killed over and over, over and over. But he did it. He, like, he figured out a way to, you know... And with the concept of time, you know, it was just it just took someone to say a a place that's beyond time, and he thought of you know what? there's no time in this place. I'm gonna bring time to it, and I'm gonna have that loop that Mordo and Wong were talking about when he first put the eye on. Yeah. So that was fucking cool. And this guy was gonna put himself through an eternity of being slaughtered by this all powerful interdimensional demon, just to make sure Earth is safe. You tell me. You tell me that's not a hero right there. Yeah, man. Like, he just, he's like, oh, but you're going to be suffering forever? He's like, yeah, whatever. At least Earth will be safe. And yeah. so he, he got Dormammu the fold because he's like, fuck, I'm not going to get out of this shit. <laughs> but that was cool when he realized, like, wait, what's going on here? 
Yeah. Like, didn't I just do this to you, like, two wait, times wait. already? Like, wait, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> well, well, this is a place beyond time. I brought time to you. You're in my prison now, bitch. Exactly. And it was brilliant. And I don't think anyone else could have pulled that off, except for this man with that brain of his, with all that useful information he stores in as he's told, hey, photographic memory, being able to memorize shit and to think like that on your feet, in the heat of the moment when like your life and the life of millions of people online I think that was great yeah and this again this is a guy that didn't want this exactly and he just he stepped up to the plate man and he went he he got he made that bargain he got the zealots off earth he restored the Hong Kong sanctum even though it pissed off Mordo it's like this guy is like you know it was it's sad to see him turn into a villain in the movie because he was such a A great character he was great he had he supported Steven from the beginning and he had the ancient one take him in when she told him no at the beginning yeah. because of his arrogance and he was like by his side the whole time he was actually encouraging him telling him don't give up teaching him how to fight teaching him martial arts and just to see how bitter he became because of the ancient one drawing power from Dormammu yep. and Steven doing the same thing bending the laws of natural law and bending space and time but again for the greater good you need to do things that are not the norm but he which I like this the phrase he uses the bill comes due yeah which is true it's it's another another way of saying hey karma it what goes around it's gonna come right back to you yeah there's a price to pay on everything there's a price to pay and now he's the price that's yeah. gonna be paid because he's gonna be the one like he's the one now going and attacking that poor guy taking whatever magic that's keeping him you know walking and stuff exactly now he's gonna be going after all the sorcerers yeah so, so, so obviously spoilers obviously but, obviously but, spoilers you know, yeah if man you, if you stay for the after credits like the, the first one is about uh, Thor meeting up with uh, with Doctor Strange you know cause he, he's telling him like oh you know we need to find my father Odin and and, he, and, and, and Strange is like <laughs> All right, so he gives him a a, a pint of beer, yeah, or, or he keeps switching the drink. He's like, "Oh, what's more, your speed?" And then he gives him the beer, yeah, and he keeps refilling automatically. And Thor the whole time's looking at it like, "He's like, what the this fuck is the most going amazing on? shit I've ever seen." I know. He's like, "I thought out my land was magic and all that, but like, he's like, well, New York has wizards now, huh?" But <laughs> yeah, but uh, but obviously, strange. Like his goal is to keep the earth safe, and he's like, "All right, what the fuck do I need to do to to get, to get you?" to get the fuck out of here <laughs> promptly it's like yeah <laughs> alright you help us find Odin and we'll leave promptly and he's like okay I loved it and then I would love to help you I love that interaction as short as it was it was great because it's like read between the lines I want you to fuck off earth um, if I have to help you find Odin to get you back to Asgard promptly he's like yes promptly let me help you with that it was so cool he's like let's get down to business so I really hope that he's in Thor Ragnarok as a surprise I don't care if it's a cameo but we need to see more Stephen Strange yeah no I think he's definitely gonna be in the movie which is great so that means we already have like the Hulk we have Loki we have Thor and we and we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have Doctor Strange as well so yeah that's cool we're gonna get like a little bit of Planet Hulk in Thor Ragnarok we're gonna see hopefully a really good Thor movie this time yep you know the last two have been they're the kind of the bastard children of the Marvel Universe and, yeah you know hey man, I'll be the first to say <laughs> I absolutely do not like the Thor movies at all no they at all they have their moments but really when it comes to Captain America Winter Soldier 
even Civil War, Iron Man, Iron Man 2 even, it kind of falls flat, these yeah. movies. It's disappointing. And especially when you, you're you the next one, but besides um, Guardians in May, you, this is a tough act to follow in my opinion. Yeah, it may not have been as great as we mentioned, but it's strong enough on its own acting-wise and character development. Like, we've seen him grow a lot and struggle in this less-than-two-hour film. Yeah. And then when those cutscenes happen, this is like many months. As Mordo said, it's like, ah, I've been away for many months. So give or take how many months, maybe six months or so after the, the events of Dormammu and stuff. So we got to see how much more he's matured. Yeah. And we're going to probably be blown away. We'll probably see a different costume, maybe. Right. Yeah, he's already, like, probably learned a shit ton of spells and, yeah. and you know, working with Wong. That would be cool to see Wong because Wong was his attendant in the comics. It'll, yeah. It will be great to see Wong with him because I think they have a really good chemistry and how he was laughing at the end. Finally, he got Wong to laugh and he was just yes. cracking up at the shit and, like, like, we almost died and you're, like, cracking up. <laughs> in fact, he was dead and... Yeah. yeah, he brought him back with the the time stone, which was so cool that he can just like pull people out of that time loop, and he's yeah, like, yep. "Oh, that shit was amazing, dude!" Just, like, just him, he just learned this shit too, on the fly, pretty on, much. Yeah, and he's like, knows how. Like, all right, you know what? Boop, I popped you out, and boop, I popped you out, and I could put this back together. It's like, wow, and that's how you know it was like the Infinity Stone. We all we all knew that to begin with, and my hats off to it, and I'm very very pleased with it and I hope all you guys out there are too Yeah, you know we waited a long time to get a, a Doctor Strange live action and it didn't disappoint go see it make this kill at the box office Yeah, because we want to see is. Yeah, yeah. we want to see more Stephen Strange we want to see him we know he's going to be in the Avengers Yep, Infinity Wars I want to see him in Thor I want to see him as much as possible yeah, man. Uh, next year we have Spidey. I think we also... Is Thor 2018 or 2017 as well? Oh, man. Thor, I don't know. I think it might be 2017 I know as well. May May 2017, we're getting Guardians 2.0, and that looks funny. Okay, so then, no, we only have Spidey next year. Yeah, so probably... Spidey and Guardians. Yeah, so Thor will probably be the following year. Uh, well, you can always fact check us in. Yeah, Leave just, in the comments. Let us know. Because, yeah. If we're wrong, correct us. Yeah, correct, please. Yeah, we, we're, we don't have anything in front of us right now to look that up, but... I know for a fact May 2017, Guardians 2.0, we're getting Homecoming 2017, and hey man, we're going to have Robert Downey Jr. in Homecoming, yep. we're going to have Happy Hogan, so even though it's like a joint production with Sony, we still got the like, big guys. That, yeah, this is like the best that could have happened to Sony, man. Like, yeah, it's going to have that Marvel feel, so I'm not worried about this at all. I look forward to it. I'm really much looking forward to Guardians 2.0, Batista, yeah. seeing... Uh, Chris Pratt do his thing. Zoe Saldana, very beautiful, even green. <laughs> so, great cast. And that's that's Marvel's thing right now. They really pick the right person for each role, Yeah, in my opinion. Even on their Netflix shows and even on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <clears throat> yeah, even their voice actors, because Rocket Raccoon is Bradley Cooper. Yeah. And Vin Diesel is a group. Yeah, and <laughs> they, I, they put a lot of thought into who they pick, and I think... The actors, they put all their heart and soul into their characters. They're not just doing it for a paycheck. Yeah, of course, everything revolves around money. But they genuinely want to play this character. And you can see that with Chris Pratt. He does Star-Lord really well. Zoe Saldana. Batista was like the star. 
you didn't expect that from him because he's kind of like you know lunky. He's a wrestler. You didn't think that he had that ability. He fooled everybody. Yeah, man. And he was the star of Guardians. He really stole the show. He wrecked. And that yeah. opened him up. He was inspector for James Bond. He's doing great things. And he really genuinely likes being Drax. Yeah, and that's no, what for you, sure. That's what you need. And Jeremy Renner, he went on saying that he doesn't get enough time playing the characters that he does. And he would love to dig into more of the characters. Make it a Netflix show. And he would love to do a Netflix series and give more time to Hawkeye. Something, a character we really don't get enough time to see in the films. And I would absolutely love it. If you love Daredevil, you love Jessica Jones... We all love them. Luke Cage. I can't wait for Iron Fist because this, oh, dude, this be awesome. all ties into Doctor Strange, I think. Yeah. If we could see just a small cameo of Doctor Strange on Iron Fist, man. That would be insanely badass. That would be. Because it all makes sense. It's it all it's all connected. And I think a Hawkeye series would do really well on Netflix. Yeah, why not? Hey. Like bring bring in Black Widow as well. You know they can have you know. Yeah, and this is a guy. He's he's making movies. It's not he's not some B rated actor. Kind of like when Nicolas Cage is stuck in right now. <laughs> we poor guy's regulated to B movies. Yeah. So I don't know whatever sake for, but this is a guy that's headlining movies. He's a a really good draw. He wants to do a Netflix show. This is a big name that says you know what I want to do a Netflix show because I love the characters that I portray and I want to do this a little more. Yeah. Man, and that's, that's a amazing. great fan service. And when any big star will go and do a television series, that means a lot to the fans because you're giving yourself to a show that's not going to pay as much as a movie and you have this time commitment with it. Not you're just filming for two, three months and then you wrap and you move on to the next project. This is going to be an ongoing thing depending on the success. Like with Daredevil, it was only supposed to be one season in the beginning. Oh, man. No, and then what that, happened? Like, it fucking was so great. People were like binging in one one sitting. They're like, oh, fuck, we're going to have to do another season. In two fucking weeks, they announced the second season. That's how much the fans wanted more of this. Man, not even Westworld's getting that treatment. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. So when you have fans like us that love the actors, that play the characters that we love, that we ha- we're passionate about, that we have a spiritual and emotional connection with, that means a lot for him to say that. And again, my hat's off to him. And I would be the first one in line to see a Hawkeye series. Hell yeah. But that's it, guys. Like, Yeah, man. I, are... Is there any final thoughts you got, Play Dead? Uh, listen, man. They're doing fine by us. You know, they... they you know, obviously they had a rocky start. Uh, and not not even so rocky. Because, like, Iron Man 1 is probably still the better one yeah. out of the three. So, it's true. Um, you know, they did great. As, as the years went on, they actually learned from their mistakes, which is honestly all we can hope for. You know, it's not it's, nothing can be perfect. You know, there's no formula for this shit. And they made their own formula That's true. as the years went by. So, so the, the fact, you know, now when they announce a Marvel movie... I'm not even fucking worried. I'm like, yeah, no doubt I'm going to buy my tickets early. No doubt I'm going to watch this movie. I'm yeah. going to go to the theaters and do it. Like, but but Which I can't do the same for a lot of movies. I, I'm sorry to say, but I can't do the same for, let's say, for DC. Because, yeah. you know, they already left a bad taste in my mouth with the Man of Steel movies, with BBS. Yeah. And now Wonder Woman looks fantastic. And I'm obviously going to watch it because I love DC. But, you know, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, like I'm praying that it goes well. And, and, and I don't have to do that for Marvel. That's true. I'm glad you brought up about Wonder Woman because I've seen the trailer. I'm sure everyone's seen that trailer. 
trail is amazing. Yeah, the more the more I look at Gal Gadot, the more like I am convinced that she actually she, is a proper Wonder Woman. She, like, she's absolutely stunning. Stunning. You still like, you like, just took it right out of my mouth. Like she looked amazing in that scene where they're like at the beach, yeah. where, where she's at the beach, just looking just, at about like seeing Steve Trevor drowning, and she just ba- like yeah. jumps down the. Cl- I'm like, holy fuck! She looks amazing. She, like, does. she looks absolutely amazing. She, very regal. She is very um, regal. Very beautiful, and yeah, she's she's not the typical Amazon where she's very manly and muscular she's beautiful she's very regal and she portrays Wonder Woman in a way that she should be portrayed as yeah there's this beautiful woman that's not the breasts are not overflowing hitting her in the face when she's running and stuff that's not important parts of being a hero that's not someone that you want your child to look up to say this is what you need to look like to be respected and valued in the world no I think she was a great choice yeah everyone was skeptic at first much like Tom Holland as Spider-Man we were all skeptic but she proved that she wanted this role and she hasn't disappointed mm-hmm. and I'm just hoping that this is not another tease like they did with BVS where they make the trailers good and the and movie that's sucks the, and that's pretty much the whole movie and like then, the trailers yeah, the whole movie yeah exactly that's the last thing we need that's yes the way they're setting this up this can be the game changer for DC yeah like it's it, for me it's very important that this succeeds because this should set the stage going forward especially because like listen man women get a lot of fucking shit they do to this, to, to, in this day they still get a ton of shit and I would love for a woman like in this case Wonder Woman to just like be able to be like the poster child yeah. for DC going forward like they don't need like Batman and Superman to like be the fucking carriers no, all the time she's the quintessential women's role model she's this badass superhero passionate warrior yeah yes she wants to protect Earth she's someone that's not from this world you know she's it's like in a hidden part connected in a way but by all means she don't have to do anything and she don't have to save humans she don't have to do any of that stuff but she wants to because she's good hearted and she's noble so yeah, and it's great. It's great for like for for women and feminism and all that shit. Like the best yeah. thing they can do is not say the word feminism. Like that's it's gonna like, ruin they, it. They just, they just need to show it, not be like how they do in Supergirl. They just blatantly like make you spoon like spoon, yeah, they kind of like feed you that. They shit. make like, you that's nauseous not with it. Like yeah, you got you got to show that it revolves around a powerful woman, but then you make her less valuable putting other people around her right like she needs like backup all the time no like Supergirl doesn't need a team she's an army of one person exactly she's stronger than Superman she doesn't need help she doesn't need uh, an arrow-esque fucking team yeah you know and I'm so now we're talking about DC for a little bit you know just part of our rant but I'm just so tired of Arrow being Batman I'm tired of the Bat family portrayed in Arrow now with him having a team of vigilantes. This the writers are so blatantly pissing off the fans, it's not even funny anymore. Yep. You guys, no one's watching. Like I only see shit on the internet, and it's pissing me off. They're gonna have Talia Al Ghul on Arrow. I mean, that's that's just like. Listen, why don't you just bring Bruce just, Wayne? Just yeah, take away the Green Arrow and put Bruce Wayne and have Batman because this is Batman show really. And make Felicity Oracle, and we have That's Barbara it. Gordon. Thank you. Bye. And please, this has got to stop. We want an Oliver fucking Queen that is the real Oliver Queen. I don't want a brooding Walmart Batman. Yeah. Like all we're saying is, please <laughs> just 
it's important that DC like succeeds because that creates more competition and it exactly. brings out a better product. Like if you listen to our last couple of episodes talking about Valiant, you got this great third party option right here. Because if DC is pissing you off and you're not really a fan of Marvel, you got Valiant and Valiant's doing great things. But you know, Play Dead is a diehard DC fan. I love DC. I love more. I you know that's the thing. We always said it. You don't have to love one and hate one. We want all of them to we succeed. Want, yeah, we want all of them. Because like we, I yeah. love this. This is my life, and you know it can like bring a tear to your eye to see all this stuff that's just coming out and it's on the screen. Like I thought, never would I see a Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. Never would I see a really great Iron Man, Captain America, a really great Batman in Ben Affleck. You know, this is great stuff. And to see a very strong Wonder Woman. Yeah, like we don't need one to be better than the other. We just need them to like yeah. be good and succeed. This has to succeed because Wonder Woman can usher in the next wave of great movies for DC. So they need to really put the emphasis, especially where Flash is suffering right now, losing its composer. And, no, and I'm, I'm sorry, right not the composer, the director. No, they, do, they, they did lose the composer. They did lose the composer, yeah, too. They lost the composer oh, and, the, uh, and the second director. There's a second director now, dude. Like, you know how bad that looks? It's very bad. This is this is telling you that the studio interfering too much. Yeah, they're not... They're, they're not letting the director... They're too rigid. Yeah, because this, this is a guy that was a fan of Flash, right? Am I correct? Yeah, he of course. Was the, the director who's really gung-ho. He was pumped, man, and he, he's the one that did Dope. Yeah. And dope was a great film. So this, this has to say that Warner Brothers is, like, fucking with him and not letting him do what he needs to do to make this a great film. And it makes us all weary. Like, oh man, should we not have a Flash movie? Should we just have them part of Justice League? Because I'm not a fan of having everyone introduced, you know, right away, and then you're doing their backstory in a solo. Yeah, that- I liked how Marvel did it. They gave everyone their solo movie, introduced everyone properly, and then had them join up in the Avengers. Right. So, if you were really racing DC to beat Marvel, you should at least copy them and not did it in a fucked up backwards way but yeah, trying to like collapse like yeah, what, it, what Marvel did in like what like like four or five movies they're trying to do it in two and that's not you know two and three and it's not gonna happen so so that those are our thoughts yeah and just you know we just hope DC just wakes up finally cancels Arrow or changes it for the better puts their directors and producers in charge and studios should stay out of it yeah, we understand toy sales. We understand all that shit. But you got to let the directors that you hired give their vision. But hopefully it's to the source material that it's respectful to the characters and to the fans. Exactly. And that's that's it. And that's what Marvel's been doing. Aside from their books. Their books are a different story. But they haven't disappointed with the movies and TV shows. Word. But, and go see Doctor Strange. It was yep. beautiful. I want to see it again in IMAX 3D. And for Play Dead 77, Matt Swagger, thanks so much for sticking with us. We'll see you next week for the next episode of the Rogues Gallery. Bye, guys. Have a great day. Where you gonna go for exclusive shows, comics, movies, and webisodes? The Rogue Gallery, huh? The Rogue Gallery.